0: Welcome to the Foreigners and Fathers podcast, where two nearly parents take on the quest of parenthood. This is a podcast where we will share and compare our experiences when it comes to life as immigrants, new parents, and some other things in between.
1: Welcome to episode 17 on the quest against helicopter parenting. Hi Bruno, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing fine,
0: man. Thank you for asking. I'm I'm a bit tired. It's it's been a little bit of a of a hectic week. Mm, also, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. The the change in format uh, took me a little bit by surprise. I I normally expect the uh, of the question, and then here against I'm like what? And immediately in my brain just felt like boss music. But <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm fine. How about you, man? How you been doing?
1: I've been okay. Uh, as you said, I'm a little bit tired as well um I am uh, I, I don't know exactly what it is uh, I think it's because I was on holidays last week right so I attended my sister's wedding uh, which was in Sicily and uh, I came back and then s- immediately after I came back uh, we had Nico's first birthday party and, yeah. Uh, Yeah, and it was very demanding, obviously, because we had a few people coming in. And um, then it was, you know, we had the Sunday, but we had to, you know, unpack. And then we had uh, our normal work that said suddenly we get to the end of the week and I'm just so, so tired. But in any case, uh, I'm doing okay. I'm feeling good. So, so yeah, all on track. So, and you mentioned that you're tired as well. So, um, yeah. What's up with that?
0: Well, I didn't get holidays, but I understand what you mean. I sometimes you need holidays from the holidays.
1: Yeah. Um. So
0: I know what you mean, but I'm mean, tired. I think I just realized now, because like you, I was like, "Why am I? Am I tired? I don't. I don't have a reason to be this tired." But one, it's because I started my new job. So yeah. that, yeah. So that's been a, a thing. Which obviously, as much fun as excitement as it is, it's also a lot of learning. It's uh, a lot of... It's it's busier... Well, no, not really. My previous job was busier, but it's a different kind of busy, you know? Yeah. Also, with uh, with higher responsibility, you also feel a little bit more pressure, say.
1: I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like busy, but more on you than busy on Yeah, the company. Exactly. You feel it more personally, don't you?
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. And also, I, and this is what I just realize, not that I just realized, but it just hit me the dice when I'm tired. It's because I've been doing physical labor every day, because I'm putting the the patio tiles. Cause Nim Nim's birthday party is gonna be next weekend. <laughs> so I started putting patio tiles to make sure that but I I started the project ages ago. I don't know if you remember that I even took a picture. Uh, yeah, and then I remember. because of life and stuff i just left it and left it and left it and now i'm like i need to finish so i've been putting like one or two tiles daily but that means like going with the shovel and picking up the dirt and making sure it's even and putting the tiles which are not light so carrying the tiles and putting them there so i've been doing a lot of exercise i guess you could say so that's also why i'm a little bit exhausted
1: well i hate to correct you but um am i getting it wrong or was was it not originally next weekend but actually you 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 delayed it another weekend. Oh no, you have, you have multiple affairs, don't you? We right? have two. Yeah, so we have. Uh, you're already the... spoiling her.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's more spoiling us because we don't want anyone to feel left out. She's not gonna remember it's, it's like anything. But for but you, will. for yeah, exactly. For families, it's more significant, you know. So we want we're having one on, on Thursday for Holly's parents to come and for my mom and my niece to come over and have like the the family birthday party i guess i could say so that she can meet the family yeah. and the family can be there in the moment and then next next weekend we're having the friends one which is like the where it's their friends and our friends and there's going to be more kids around so that's the other one that's the the heavy one you could say
1: Yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. And then next year, you know what's going to happen. She's going to, you're going to have a party for her and she's going to turn around to you and say, one birthday party? Last year we had two. No, because she's not going to remember and I'm not going to tell her. <laughs> uh, okay, so so instead what's going to happen is that she's going to listen to these uh, podcasts Exactly, and go like, hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah, she's going to be like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And on that note, uh, we've already kind of touched it on it a little bit but it's what's been new with your with with our kids and i guess for both of them is that they're right about the time that they are one year old which is quite a milestone very very significant and uh, we are going to have an episode just discussing that something that's been new with both of them so how, how are you feeling about it well, what's what's been new with neem how are you feeling about the fact that she's turning one very soon and
0: it's so weird because we've been going through her pictures for the well for the invitation when we were doing the invitations to see if we added yeah. a picture and stuff, and just looking at how different she looks between now and when she it's was right. born, because you don't see it at the moment. Like I see her and she's still my baby, and yeah, she looks like a massive baby now. Like she's a big baby. You can tell that she's a, a one-year-old baby. But I still yeah. see her as my baby. But then I look at the pictures when she was like, three months old, and she's like, "Holy moly, she's been growing like crazy," you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And I noticed that difference even in on Nin, You know, I when I when I look at her, like her her face is a lot more defined. You can see that it's like less of a baby face; it's more like exactly, a toddler face. Yeah. Uh, I definitely noticed that, and I noticed that on Nico, too. Yeah,
0: and the hair. The hair is so different, because now she has hair. (laughs)
1: Uh, It's unbelievable how much hair she has, honestly. Yeah,
0: Uh, but for example, I noticed something on Nico's birthday party that I was like, I guess, I I actually even, I don't remember if I mentioned it to to Holly or not, but I thought about it. It's like, um, Nico's uh, already, like, standing up, and you already mentioned that the other day he took like one or two steps Oh, you're on his stealing own. what's
1: new from him. You just stole that, you just, you're just stealing it for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm yeah. Kidding. I'm kidding. I'm you see. you see
0: why. I I, I I thought about it. But go on go, see on, go why. on. go on. But I noticed that he's very very chill. You know, he's just like in the moment, and he's very. I don't know how to say it other than chill. I, and it's, I'm not. It's not just me saying it. I remember <laughs> everyone describing him as he's such a chill baby. And right. Nim, nim, for example, Nimnim's still not taking her steps without grabbing the wall. Like, she moves everywhere. She cannot stand still for her own life. Like, she hates standing still. But, but she she still just grabs the, the wall and everything. But she's always talking, man. She's always... To she's always saying, hey, so I thought, oh, look, it's like distant Pokemon. Nik- uh, but, uh- Pedro got the version of Walking Baby, and I got the version <laughs> of Babbling Baby.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, it, it's it's what you're saying. I mean, um, yeah, we're very excited because very, very soon after he had his uh, his birthday, he had his first steps unassisted, which was unbelievable. It is it, it's, it's really incredible. Has to, he done it again? And it, yeah, he's done it. He's done it since, and he, he wow. you know, he doesn't do it like all the time. But it's mostly when we're incentivizing him. Uh, but he's, you know, he's getting on with it. And well, he's, he's th- yeah,
0: that's step. that's it. That I mean, the fact that he's done it again, that means that it wasn't just a lucky fluke. Like he is walking. Yeah, you can say he's learning to walk, which is yeah, amazing. exactly.
1: He is learning to walk precisely, and he even took some steps today at nursery and everything. Um, so so it's not even just at home or anything. So it, you know, he's getting there. Oh, and the other thing that he did is he climbed the stairs on his own, like the entire what? flight of stairs. Like he he just climbed them. One day he was just there wow. and climbed all the way up. And we were like, wow, wow, what is going on? That is um,
0: amazing. I can n- wow. No, no, no. Because for example, Nim has climbed like one or two steps because assisted, obviously, but she has done it. But then she like gets distracted and grabs the rails and just stops there and and chat for a while. But she has never climbed the full flight of no, stairs. No,
1: he just he just did it one day. You know, he he was doing exactly that, just grabbing onto the rail and everything. And then suddenly he went, one day. He was just like, no, I'm going to climb the entire thing. And it wasn't even like, oh, you know, it's I'm going to climb so one scary. or two. Yeah, so scary. It, I mean, yeah, I know it,
0: we're I know we're exciting for them growing up, but at the same time, I'm like, ah, when she has locomotion <laughs> on herself. I'm going to be so tired because, again, she hates standing still. So I'm going to have to be running after her every second of the day.
1: (laughs) Precisely, precisely. And funnily enough, I think like a few months ago, it was probably the opposite. Like, I think that Nico was talking a bit more and name was moving a bit more. And that it feels like they switched. And, you know, he does talk quite a lot as well. But usually, you know what? He doesn't talk much. When there's a large group of people, so he might just be an introvert. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Maybe, but also I remember it's like you said they're switching. So I remember Nimnim got her first tooth before Nico, and then she popped the second one before Nico, and then Nico now has more teeth than Nimnim. So they're they're exactly. racing, they're
1: racing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, that's quite fun. That's quite fun. Um. Wow, that that was quite a lot, and there w- there has been quite a lot. I don't know, it's just been quite a lot of developments now that they're re- reaching that milestone or have reached that milestone. So it kind of makes sense that there's a, a few more things to talk about. Um, but uh, today's episode is on helicopter parenting, or if we're keeping in the spirit of the theme of the podcast, I guess that would be the skyship parenting. Um, yeah. So you heard it here first, new new, new term, new uh, definition, skyship parenting. <laughs> um, and I was wondering, um, do you want to take us, um, I guess that most people listening will have some notion of what helicopter parenting is, um, but I found a few definitions online and what I found interesting is that there's not a single definition that works across everyone. Because the term isn't like medical or anything like that. It's kind of a loose it's term. It's a society world. term, yeah. Yeah, exactly. A cultural term or societal term. So I found a few definitions. And what I found funny about it is that some of them are a bit soft and some of them are a bit hard. Um, so uh, why don't you start with one of the definitions that we found?
0: Excellent. So the this, one of the what we categorize as self-definition of helicopter parents is that they are parents who pay extreme close attention to their kids' activities and schoolwork in an effort to not only protect them from the pain and disappointment, but also to help them succeed. Helicopter parents are known to have over, uh, to hover over the children and become overly involved in their life. Therefore, helicopter because helicopters are one of the flying. Uh, uh, vehicles that can stay in place and hover, that's where the the term helicopter parent came from.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I I found that definition quite interesting, because helicopter parenting is usually... uh, You know, when people talk about it, it seems a a bit more in a negative light. And that definition kind of goes like, you know, parents are trying to do their best, and it's only like a bit... Like, they're getting a bit overly involved in their lives, which is fine. Um, But now I'm going to give... Uh, a hard definition that I found, <clears throat> and I think we're going to do this as a little bit like good cop, bad cop, right? So you were good cop, and I'm going to be bad yeah. cop with this definition. So I'm going to say helicopter parenting means involved, getting, being involved in a child's life in a way that is over-controlling, over-protecting, and over-perfecting. What yeah, do you think?
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, first and foremost, that was scary. I confess. <laughs> I, I killed him. It wasn't an accident. It, it was me with the the pipe in the living room uh but (laughs) but yeah that's that's a definition i was more um, aware aware of but that being said i think that it's just i mean it's weird to say it because like you said the term helicopter parent have a bad connotation but the based on the soft definition, I guess it depends on parenting styles. Like I'm no mm. no I'm not authority to be telling anyone what to do and how to parent, which I think sure. is something that a lot of parents forget. As soon as they're parents that all of a sudden qualified to give TED talks on how to be a parent. I know I can't. I know I'm just doing what I'm doing. So reading the first definition is like hey if you think that's the best you do you, you know, you know what I mean? But yeah. my, my when I think of helicopter parents, I think of the second one. I think of the overbearing, overprotecting, always looking over the shoulder. And it, it can cross a little bit with living by curiously parent. You know, it's like, I want you to, to succeed and I want you to do all of this that I didn't do. So you're going to play an instrument and you're going to have the best grades and all of that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the definition I've been more familiar with, actually. But that's what I found interesting, right? Is that when I was researching this, when I was, uh, you know, when we we were looking at uh, what it meant, finding that soft definition actually made me look at it through a different eye. And I'm not saying that it's a good thing, because I think that it's not. And I think most people will uh, associate it with the second definition. Um, But it is interesting to have it in in this light. Um, But another thing that happens as well is that uh, helicopter parenting. Uh, a lot of the information that is out there is really about children and teenagers, because when it comes to babies uh, and toddlers and everything, it's really not that much of a concept. And it kind of makes sense that it's not, because if 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 you have babies, you can't really overprotect Over them. Yeah. yeah, precisely, because it's like they're babies. They're squishy. They're soft. They don't. They're not like you're not going to ruin them. You're not going to to create any issues because the, the they are. Babies, You know, they're just kind of taking what you give them. Um, and I guess that makes sense. However, I did find one place where they gave some examples of what it means to be a helicopter parent for toddlers, which I think is kind of appropriate to where we are now because our kids are going to be toddlers. Uh, you know, har- arguably, uh, Nico is already a toddler because he started learning how to walk. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the example that they gave was trying to prevent Every minor fall or avoid or avoiding age-appropriate risks, uh, never allowing the child to play alone, uh, mm-hmm. constantly asking the preschool teacher for progress reports, and not encouraging developmentally appropriate independence. Which, to be honest, all sounds good, but I don't know what some of these means. I guess like never allowing the child to play alone—that makes sense—but not encouraging developmentally appropriate independence. Uh, what does that even mean you know
0: yeah well i think and i'm gonna base on the trying to prevent uh, every minor fall and avoiding the age-appropriate risk or never allowing the child to play alone uh, yeah you're gonna be so surprised that i'm quoting this this guy because i notoriously and famously hate him but i i always pride myself on acknowledging when someone makes sense even if i don't like that person
1: can i try to guess who it is Uh, yes uh, Jordan Peterson. Indeed. Ah, I got it first try. and everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, leave, yeah. uh, I heard a nice. phrase
0: that says that, and obviously I don't know the context, probably if I know the context I will disagree with him, <laughs> but when I heard just the phrase, he was saying that someone learns where they're uh, in the danger zone, but when they're taking calculated risk or safe risk I don't remember the exact quote because again I, it's not like I super memorize it because I don't like the guy but basically he was saying that in order for someone to learn they need to be able to take a risk that they know they might be at risk so not launch yourself to the void without a parachute but for example if yeah. you're in a soft uh, soft play, letting your child uh, like climb off the soft plate even if you know there's a high chance that he will fall and bunk their head because that's how they learn, okay, I need to be sure to grab myself properly or that is too high for me, I shouldn't climb it. Because if you're from the beginning saying, no, 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 you don't climb that, You like it can be a whole different thing. So that's what I think it means being a helicopter parent in that trying to prevent any minor fall or, or not playing alone. It's like, no, 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 you cannot play alone because what if something happens and there's no one there? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, exactly, exactly. Um, I mean, it, 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 it does feel a bit Twilight Zone that you are quoting Jordan Peterson, but uh, uh, but I do understand what you mean. And, uh, and to your point, like, regardless of who says things, um, if they're right, they're right. And um, so what I mean by this is that we'll search for a Hitler quote that is right and we'll put it in the episode. <laughs> I
0: knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. Ah. <laughs> Um, and just before yeah. we switch subjects, I just want to find that maybe, and I just thought about it, maybe the soft and hard definition is who's doing the parenting. So if I'm seeing someone
1: that's, that's... being a helicopter
0: parenting, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to define them with the hard. But if I accuse them of helicopter parenting, they might say, well, I'm, uh, to me, helicopter parenting is not bad. To me, helicopter parenting is, and they'll give the soft. You know, so it depends yeah. on who is actually saying it.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, so with that in mind, looking a little bit over the soft definition, but actually, regardless of definition, do you think that there are some positives about being a helicopter parent?
0: Yes, definitely, uh, I, I, and it's precisely ties again with when someone you don't like is right is right. Even if there's a style of parenting I don't like, there's gonna have things that are uh, that I even I can agree with. For example, I know that is. In terms of the parent, for example, it's easier to, to have like happiness or meaning. Like, you know what you're doing, you're, you're, you have a plan, and you're seeing being fulfilled, and you have more control of what's going on, so you, there's less surprises. And if you're someone who likes to be in control, who likes planning ahead, you're one of those parents that your baby's just born and you're already inscribing them and sending like the admission letters for the unis, then all of that Mm. can give you more control. I think it's that. I think it boils down to control, you know? And so if control gives you happiness and also if if having control means that you feel you're closer to achieving your goal, it can also give you that meaning of, okay, this is what I'm doing it. And in, in terms of the kids... Uh, the kids because the parents are always there the kids are mm, they receive more lessons in terms of for example experiences like the parent can be like oh no don't do that because I did that and it went horribly wrong and the kid can be like oh okay yeah I get it so they're not learning on their own but that doesn't mean that they're not learning and maybe you can prevent them from having pain because yes it's all good going back to the example it's all good of letting them climb the soft play and fall on their own to learn that that is dangerous to climb but I also know that there are some parents that are like no 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 let him touch the fire he needs to learn that fire burns I'm like no, <laughs> I can teach yeah. him fire and burns without him having to take him to the hospital mate that's not how it works you know yeah
1: yeah yeah that might be taking it a little bit too far isn't but it? but it
0: happens man it happens
1: like yeah 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 well I mean there's always crazy people for everything isn't it yeah um yeah, I I I like what you said, especially when it comes to like uh, you were saying, you know, about the control and about finding meaning and everything. But the only thing that I find, even when I you know I was looking this up. Uh, what tends to happen is that there's a lot of positives but usually usually the positives are more about the parents mm-hmm. um so it's more about like the parents finding meaning the parents feeling more comfortable and find you know being more relieved and yeah. less anxious but uh, when it comes to the kids that's usually where the negatives come from uh, so um, generally speaking and again there is no medical term for helicopter parenting so there's not a lot of medical research on this but generally speaking uh, from what's been looked at uh, the, the, the low amount of research there is uh, says that kids whose parents w- had traits that were associated with helicopter parenting usually they do worse in school uh, they have low self-confidence and low self-esteem and um, there's supposedly more chances of the of them being anxious or depressed as well so this was a study that i think they did in a uni and uh, uh, there were more kids on medication that had helicopter parentings than not so supposedly it gives you more chance of being anxious or depressed as well Uh, and the other thing which i think for me is one of my for me personally is one of the things that um, is is one of the main disadvantages is that the kids become a bit more sneaky as well. So uh, one thing that I find is that, you know, even if you're a helicopter parenting, Uh, a parent Uh, that's not going to stop your kid from making their own mistakes and it's not going to stop your kid from being a rebellious teenager or whatever they may be all it's going to do is that they're going to try to find a way to do it without you knowing about it and without telling you anything and the kids will always do things without their parents knowing that's not the issue but it's like it it becomes instead of becoming a uh, thing that they did uh, on the road, it just becomes something like you prevented them from doing it and they're doing uh, so now they're doing it anyway and you just have less control over it so in a roundabout way it actually gives you less control over some of the worst stuff that they can do i've um, seen both uh,
0: i've I seen yeah yeah, yeah. so i've seen both extremes of helicopter parenting either one they end up rebelling and they're like well now i'm gonna do everything you didn't let me do and more and I'm going to ignore your orders, and I'm going to do whatever I want. But i also see uh, bubble babies. Kids that are yeah. like, oh, I, I cannot go out, I'll get sick. It's like, oh, no, it's 12 o'clock, I better get in before it get oh, It starts raining, and they get really worried, like, oh, no, 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 I'm going to get wet. And they're like, 15. It's like, no, no, you're not made of sugar, you'll you'll be fine, mate, don't worry. So i I seen both extremes of, of the helicopter parenting. That being said... And again just for the sake of being fair to everyone who is out there there's probably also a lot of helicopter parents that had good kids and we don't we don't realize because they're good kids so you never question it you know what i mean you've never been like mm, this is a good kid i'm sure he had a helicopter parent it's not until you see one of the two extremes that they're like well of course you're like that you had a helicopter parent
1: yeah i think so but to be honest what i think tends to happen with helicopter parents is that no no parent likes to think of themselves exactly. as a helicopter parent. So they might not even realize that they are. So I don't think that there's any parents out there that are proud of being helicopter parents. They'll just say that they're they have a different They're style not of parenting yeah. or, that, or that they're protecting their kid but they're never going to say that they are. Uh, so, to be honest, I don't think that we're really offending anyone uh, because no one will actually think that they are like that. So.
0: Well, no, but yeah. we're not def- obviously not offending them by saying a helicopter because o- almost no one will self-identify a helicopter. But maybe in one of our examples, they will say, like, no, I do that. That's not helicopter parenting. I do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Th- oh, yeah, that's true. That's a good shout, actually. That's a good shout. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I meant. Cool
0: so talking about that and for example defining helicopter parent and and being one of those like no 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 wait i do that what well, now yeah self conscious about it yeah another are conscious about it and we're making this episode what do you think is your most and also give me your least helicopter parenting you have done so far and i know the examples like we said it's not going to be super defined because it's kind of hard to helicopter a baby but yeah. like still try <laughs> try me
1: yeah um, I guess the most uh, the most controlling or a helicopter parent thing I do, or I feel like, is that just generally feeling a bit anxious. So we've left him with other people to just go to the cinema or something like that. And uh, I felt a little bit anxious and I felt like, oh, you know, I should check in on him or I should call the person. And I never did, but I had that urge of... Um, you know of calling the person going like oh how's he doing how's he doing and, uh, and then I have to kind of hold myself back and go like well if there was any issue they would have contacted me so everything is fine um, mm-hmm. and uh, the other thing I guess is like if he's sleeping for too long and this actually happened today right so today he had a, a, a long nap uh, mm-hmm. during the middle in the middle of the day uh, the towards the end of the nap, it was like three hours. And towards the end of the nap, I was like, hmm, I just want to check on him. Just, you know, check the camera, check that he's doing all right. And he is. But it's just, you know, dealing with my own anxiety uh, a little bit uh, and what that means. So that's probably the most. Um, uh, what about you? Well, what's the most for you?
0: Hey, to be honest, I was, when we were doing the skeleton script, I couldn't think of anything. But not... I'm, saying that to brag i'm sure i've done a lot of things but holly is a a self-proclaimed anxious person so i'm always the more relaxed so it's kind of hard for me to think of helicopter parenting of things that i have done because usually i'm the one saying no dial it back that no that's fine that's fine and a lot of the things that i noticed that i may be doing helicopter parenting i started doing them because holly was very worried about it so she kind of like passed it along and to put mm-hmm. an example, for example, when baby's sleeping, like, shh, shh, shh. there can be not a single noise because one single, uh, like, fall of a needle will wake her up. And just right. to defend myself and not sleep in the doghouse, I know that she can sleep, like, wake up with noises. I'm not saying she doesn't. But I also seen her personally sleep through me drilling through a wall. So it's it's more of, uh, I think sometimes I... I Personally, will have done something in a more relaxed way, but because Holly is like, no, we need to be more careful, I jump into that side. But that's what I can think of anything that i don't done that is very helicoptery uh, so far.
1: But, but I, I mean, it I, does, I it does, does balance each other out. Yeah,
0: no, definitely, definitely. And and I'm not saying she's wrong. I'm just saying I cannot think of anything right now that has been born to me because I haven't gotten the chance because I'm usually a little bit more lax. But I'm pretty sure that if I didn't have her, I will also have some things that might be more helicoptery, but don't think I, I didn't notice. You didn't answer my second part of the question. What is the least thing you you helicoptered on mate? Don't don't be afraid well, of of saying you neglect. No I'm no no, afraid. I know what I you're just... doing. You're like no no, I never, I never neglected Nico. I never neglected you. I'm, <laughs> I'm the
1: perfect parent. Love me. No, that's not what I'm saying, you idiot. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, uh, what I'm doing is I was just thinking of going first with the both of the most examples and then going going with uh, the both uh-huh. of the least examples. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you're going to make me look bad. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. Uh, well, yeah, when it comes to uh, to the list, um, it's, uh, you know, I guess if he gets hurt... We don't really draw that much attention to it. You know, if he gets hurt, you know, he starts having a bit of a cry. But we sort of, we sort of just go like, oh, 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 what's going on? And we give him a bit of a cuddle. But we try yeah. not to be like, what's going on? Oh, yeah. Are you good? Yeah. Or, or immediately go to him. We're to, yeah. We are, you know, it, it sounds weird to say it because it sounded weird even to write it. But we're kind of like chill with him hurting himself a little bit while exploring. Sounds no, I get it. Say. I
0: I don't think it sounds mad we're trying to do the same like whenever she bangs herself or something and believe me sometimes it's hard sometimes I look at Holly and she looks at me and it's like we need to look at each other to make sure none of us are going to break first but we also try not to make such a big deal and be like uh oh and it's like oh you're okay baby you're okay come here like if she cries that's when we'll be like nah you're okay come here but if she
1: doesn't cry for example we'll try not to even acknowledge it so that she can just continue exactly Exactly, and most of the times they actually do continue, especially if you distract them with something else, and they just be like, oh, "Yeah, okay, that's fine," and uh, they just look at something else. It's more about like ex- valuing more his exploration or their exploration than a momentary pain yeah. that they yeah, might yeah, have. have. Because that pain is more about them telling us, "Oh, something's wrong," and you go like, "Nah, nothing's wrong," and you go like, yeah, "I guess not." <laughs> and they just yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing okay, is. Okay, now uh, you can say yours as well. <laughs> or you want to you want to comment on it? <laughs> no, no, no. I'll, I, yeah, I just want to make a comment that
0: and the reason why I do that, that not acknowledge it, is because I I know um, I don't know if I know it because of like memory or of because I read it or what, but I know that a lot of the time when the kids react to the hit. They're actually reacting to the fear they got transmitted by their parent, because yeah, they're yeah. so new to life that they don't know how to react. So they they hurt themselves and they look at the parent is like, this hurts. Is this dangerous or am I okay to continue? So if the parent yeah. gets scared, they're like, oh shit, no, this is something big. I, yeah. I better cry now. Or if the parent is okay, it's like, oh okay, I guess it hurts, but I can. It's okay, cool. I'll continue. So that's why I try to to have that approach.
1: Yeah. Now. Fair enough.
0: Regarding the least thing I do again I cannot think of anything that is the least because I'm also well I can well I can say that I'm not a helicopter like we said I try not not to like it's hard I, it's a baby so I don't think of anything as being not helicoptery but something that I do do often and I know Holly gets upset is that she picks she throws her toys away she, she loves drawing her toys that's that's one of her favorite plays fetch. She thinks we're puppies. She throws stuff away and we need to bring it back to her. But I just pick it up the ground sort of and give about. it. Yeah, I just pick it up the ground and give it back to her. And Holly's like, no, 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 no. We need to wash them because they put it. And she put it in her mouth. And and I think that's the, my least helicopter thing. I'm not that scared of bacteria or or dirt or stuff like that. And for example, the toys when they fall on the floor. She's crawling on that floor and then she's putting her finger in yeah. her mouth. So it's the same. Yeah. And I always thought that she needs to develop an immune system. We cannot just keep her being a bubble baby, because then eventually she'll go to nursery, or then to primary school, and then maybe even camping one day. And she's going to get incredibly sick when she's older, and it's going to be even worse for her. So that is my least helicopter parenting thing. Bacteria. I'm not that concerned about it.
1: Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, I, I get what you mean because we we kind of do the same thing with uh, with Nico. Like if something falls on the floor or something, it's just kind of like you know it, it, it's what you said. He's already crawling on that floor, so it, it's you know what what's the toy going to do that anything else isn't already doing. Um, Talking about so the
0: Sorry, just I just it hits me, and if I don't say it right now, this is completely unscripted. But if I don't say it, Holly will kill me. I just remember what is my most
1: helicopter thing. okay interesting
0: I don't like her getting super dirty when she's eating I know Holly has read lots of books that says that self led winning is ideal and is the best I personally don't like her getting incredibly dirty when she's eating not because of like ew you look dirty but because one she's rubbing her eyes with food on her uh, on her hands and she's putting it in her eyes so I'm afraid she's getting infected but also because I don't want her to develop bad habits because eventually we're gonna have to teach her to eat without getting dirty. So my reasoning is if I allow it right now when she's growing up, the moment I start saying, well, no, you cannot do that anymore. You can no longer grab your food and splatter all over your face. She's gonna be like, why? You let me do this like three months ago. Why can I not do it? So I'm trying to build good habits when eating. It's like, no, don't grab that and spray it all over your face it goes to the mouth yes grab the spoon but the spoon not the. so that's my most helicopter parent that is something that i'm actually very iffy about it's like oh don't don't let her get all like messy and again it's not the Mm. the mess it's not that i'm upset about a mess i'm upset about the habits because she gets it on her hair she gets it on her eye it's gonna end up and then in her bed it's gonna be like she's gonna get sick and I know that if I don't mention it, Holly's going to be like, geez, thanks for painting me as a nut job and you as a chill, because actually she's the one that says <laughs> we should let her get dirty while she's eating. So there we go.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can't say I like it that much either, but I, I don't even know what the reasoning is. I I think for me, it's more about like, oh, it's just dirty. It just annoys me. But, uh, but I think it annoyed me a lot more in the beginning. Uh, because you see that entire mess and you're just like why why is everything a mess but uh, then i've just been recently i've just been like kind of okay with it um so uh, but 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 i do i do know what you mean probably a different reason but it does annoy me a little bit as well but you know there you go yeah you're off the hook Remember, <laughs> off the hook <laughs>
0: and also i'm off the hook with the listeners of oh look at this guy thinking he's perfect no there we go i found something
1: Look, like, I was actually, I didn't want to mention it, but the more you say that you can't think of anything, the more I think that you're just not self-aware. So at least now you can say, oh, I guess this is a helicopter parent thing. So I'm like, oh, okay. So so it doesn't mean that he's uh, blind exactly. himself. Exactly. Yeah, 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 so exactly. I so guess, I guess that's better. Uh, so with this in mind, and we probably should have done this first, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, I'm going to give you some examples. And this is something that I, uh, I found online. And it's called like 10 warning signs that you might be a helicopter parent. And it just kind of gives a few scenarios. Now, I tried my best to find scenarios that were about like toddlers or babies or whatever. But again... It's hard because you really start being a helicopter parent when your kids are a bit older. So the examples I'm going to give you, think of them more as like hypotheticals. Like if you think about Nim when she's a bit older and in that situation, like what do you think your reaction will be? So uh, what would you do kind of thing? exactly, Exactly. What if? Okay. Precisely. So the first one is... You only let your child play on play- on playgrounds with shredded rubber mulch. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about Nem playing on places on playgrounds that don't have the shredded rubber mulch?
0: Yeah, that's fine. I, that's I, fine. I didn't even know shredded uh, molded whatever thing was <laughs> until I moved to, until I moved here. I used to play in, in playgrounds that were either super compact dirt or concrete. so no, that's fine.
1: Okay, perfect. So How the next about you? one is uh, about me. Uh, I think yeah, I'm I'm fine. I don't, to be honest, it's kind of what you're saying. Like I don't even pay attention to what the uh, the, the the ground is. Um, like yeah, that's that's absolutely fine. No Cool. Issue. Next. So the second one is the first thing you did, or the first thing you will do when your fourth grader came comes home, and she's crying from school because her best friend Jill called her a name. And the first instinct is to call Jill's mom to sort things out yourself. Do you see yourself doing that? Oh, hell no. No, 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 no. Actually, and this is going to sound weird, but
0: actually I take the approach of why even approach the parents? Because in this case, it's, it's different. In this case, it's the best friend. So I think I will try to more figure out what happened. Like ask her, oh, what happened? What was the reason for the fight? And then depending on that, how I'll react. But let's just go to a bullying situation. A lot of parents say, oh, well, if you have a bully, go, if, yeah, if you have a bully, go and speak with the bully's parents. And I always thought, why? I mean, they have a bully kid. There's a reason why the kid is a bully. I don't think talking to the parents will solve anything. I know that's very cynic of my part, and I know there's, plenty of reasons why a kid could be a bully
1: despite them having really loving parents. Yeah, the, the parents might not even be fully aware.
0: Yeah, I know, I know. But that's just how cynic I am. So I, I never think myself calling the parent and be like, yo, watch your kid because it made my kid cry. It's like, no, nah. of course not.
1: So, yeah, okay. We agree on that one. Next? Yeah. So next one is... Uh, you find yourself up at 11 p.m. rewriting your child's English essay because you know that they could have done a better job if they hadn't been so tired. So you know their capabilities. They didn't do a better job, but you, you know that they could. So, you know, why wouldn't you do it if you know that they can? It's just that they didn't do it this time. Nah, if anything, is wake up and do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it myself. And I know that...
0: Not really. And it's... It's... Uh, it's Hard it's hard for me Spanish? to say What that.
1: about if it's Spanish?
0: It's still, nah. Nah, nah, nah. I won't <laughs> let my pride... Well, the thing is, it's weird for me to say it, but because of my own experiences, because of my ADHD, believe me, there are times in which I wish my mom would have done my homework for me. But I know that the right approach would have been, no, let's both do it until it's then. And I, I, I don't know if it's because of my, my period... Well, it's obviously because of my period's experiences, but... I don't know if it's something exclusive to me because I have ADHD or if it's just a very relatable for everyone, but I don't think that is the correct approach. If I know they could have done better as well, well, do better. Or if you couldn't do better because you're very tired or everything, you're going to deal with the consequences of having a bad grade for being incredibly tired when you're doing your homework, you know?
1: No, I, 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 you know, I agree. I mean, in terms of when it comes to homework... It, it, a worst case scenario it would be like look we're going to get up now and we're going to do this and we're going to do this together I'll help you but I'm not going to do it for yeah, you yeah
0: exactly no 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 that's what I mean like I'll be there and it's like okay let's do this and if for example I notice that there is slacking cause not slacking but like lagging behind because they're better tired I might nudge them off oh come on you know this remember is this and she's gonna be like oh okay but I won't take it out of her backpack and rewrite it myself like that's just silly
1: yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. So let me move to the next example. The next one, and we're in agreement on that one anyway. So the next one is, your eight-year-old still has the training wheels on, on his bike, and uh, not that you let him ride it that often. The sidewalks are dangerous and they go too fast for you to keep up.
0: Mm, depends. If she's happy with the security wheels and she doesn't feel the pressure to take them off, sure. I love riding my bike, but I didn't learn to ride a bike until I was like 12, I think, uh, because of life circumstances. So if I think she's ready, I will suggest it. I be like, I think we can take these wheelies off. Do you want to try it? But if she's like, nah, I want to keep them.
1: Sure, keep them. Yeah, I'm a bit more split on this one, because I think that what I would do is... Even if, if, if Nico was like, no, I'm not ready, etc. I probably would give him like one or two days of saying that he's not ready. But then I would be like, look, kid, you're going to try it. Uh, and uh, yeah. uh, and you're going to yeah I think I would be like look you're go, you're gonna try it and then if you don't like it then you would put them back on but I think that I would still go like let's try it anyway I know you don't feel comfortable but let's try it anyway and then we'll see how you feel and ah, if it goes we well go. it goes well so I think that one is slightly different but to be honest I don't know if you've noticed this but when it comes to bikes and I don't want to go too much on that subject but uh, when it comes to bikes I, I I don't really see training wheels that much nowadays. No, uh, I
0: was gonna say the exact same thing. It's like, well, that that, uh, that example science, doesn't, science. yeah, doesn't apply because now it's balance bikes, and now yeah, exactly. so, yeah, which are so much better. I saw yeah. them and I was like, why didn't I have that when I was a kid? Uh, Precisely.
1: Yeah, Precisely. but
0: but yeah, I know what you mean. But assuming it is hypothetical that they're growing in the nineties, like with it and training wheels were still a thing. Um, yeah. I think, it, I see your point, and I'm not belittling you, and I, I respect your parenting uh, approach, but I think I will, instead of saying, look, kiddo, we're taking it off, we're trying it, and if it doesn't work, we'll go back, I think I'll try to be more sneaky and try to convince her to take it off, but I wouldn't I wouldn't like to impose it, and I wouldn't like to be like, no, okay, they're coming off, ready or not, here we go, personally. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. Okay, next fair one?
1: Enough. Next one. Uh, you have a bad back from stooping down and following your toddlers every step.
0: Oh, um, I. Poof, hard to think because of the the age thingy, but it also depends where. Like, for example, if they're at home and I already know I have baby proven everything, nah, I'm not, like, chasing after. But if we're, for example, in the supermarket and taking my eye out of her, it means that all of a sudden I have to be, like, going to the the changing rooms and tapping the mic like "Uh, yes Nimue would you mind coming to the dressing room then yeah maybe I will be
1: after her all the time but I think this is not about like specific examples this is about like you do it so much that you even get a bad back you know it's not about one example or something so it's like doing it a lot
0: yeah no I don't think so I even remember that when the the famous leashes became a, a fashion I was like, oh, that looks so dumb. Like, I don't want to keep my foot in the leash. But both my mom and Holly are like, no, we're putting her in a leash. So I guess she's going to be a leash baby. Yeah. So I guess she's going to be a leash baby. But I personally don't like them. But it's more aesthetic. Like, I understand their function. I think they're better because that way I don't have to make sure they're grabbing my hand. They have more freedom of movement. So, yes, they're better. It's just like, aesthetically speaking, I don't like them. It makes me think of them as puppies
1: yeah I, I i don't like them i i think that um um we might find some alternatives or something but i'm personally i really don't like it i don't, I don't like the idea i don't like the visual i don't like of imagining myself doing that same um, so same. i will cross that bridge once we get to it but I, i'm really not thinking no same about if hey, if, if you
0: find another alternative shoot it up my way man because i also hate them but as someone who liked to move around a lot and seeing Nemo grow up, I'm pretty sure that holding her hand while we're doing adult stuff is going to be torture for her. So if she can have a little bit of a wiggle room to go and look at this and then go and look at that, I know she'll be happier. So that's what I'm saying. Okay, lish it is. But again, if you find an alternative, let me know, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. I think like at least one of the things that I saw, which is not really an alternative, but it's like instead of going it, I don't know. I don't even know if that would work. But it said instead of attaching it to like their body or something, is attaching it to like a back, a backpack. But then they they'll just leave the backpack behind, isn't it? So I don't know. I'll have a think about that. one thing which may sound a little bit silly but one thing that could help me with my anxiety and may still let him be a little bit free is that we actually recently got these apple airtags you know the airtags
0: oh okay they
1: they track they track like they're meant to track objects, yeah, and yeah, the, yeah like Apple specifically says, do not use them for pay, for like kids and do not use them for pets. Um, but they do it more for like liability reasons rather than anything else. Uh, and I saw some online; some parents were saying that they actually put like uh, an Apple AirTag on their kid, on like the pocket or something. And it, well, where while it's not ideal, at least it means that you can always pull up your phone and you know exactly where the kid is. Um, so uh, Mate, again. so it, it gave them a little bit of peace of mind so i don't know i don't know it's, it's just something that crossed my mind but i guess it's one of those things that i'll cross that bridge when i get to it and we'll see if i have to compromise my uh my feelings on the subject
0: mate again uh, great minds because i was thinking if there were something like one of those things that when you get too far for your kids it starts beeping beep beep beep, beep yeah. like your car keys or something if i could do that and just sneak the tag onto her pocket and that way when she starts walking too far i just you know beep 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 that would be ideal.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's more around what I'm thinking as well. <clears throat> um, but yeah, actually, funnily enough, you mentioned about uh, baby-proofing the house. And that's actually one of the things that we are not helicopter parenting on. And I'm not saying you are, but you know what I mean. Like, we're not really being that strict about because we are actually not baby proofing our house that much oh, um, really? not with it like yeah not, not with like everything and stuff like obviously if there's something sharp or if there's a place that has like uh you know the cleaning products and everything now that will be baby proofed or is already baby proofed um if anything sharp or anything but like most of the drawers most of the things like we just let him kind of open them and he has already stuck his fingers on one or two of them already and he started crying a little bit and we were like well oh yeah uh, what are you doing so actually we're not going to baby proof the house that much uh we're still going to get like a baby gate which you still haven't done uh especially now that he's climbing up the stairs um but uh, but yeah that's actually one of the things that we're not doing um mm, so i don't know we'll see yeah, what
0: we're doing is, or at least what I think we're doing, <laughs> is just covering sharp corners, like tables, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and making sure that the the doors for the kitchen doors or the bathroom drawers cannot be open where there's are like, dangerous yeah. chemicals.
1: And, uh, exactly, that makes sense. Oh, oh, that and, makes sense. And but I know, I know that a sockets. lot of parents... Oh, oh power sockets is fine here in the UK, you know? The way that they work here, they, they don't actually have... like They're actually baby-proof by design.
0: Well, no, because she can... Then press the button and make them active. So I did put some, <gasps> some oh, covers. Oh, okay.
1: But but that that's just switching something on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's still it's still no danger to her. It's more about being annoying for. Oh for no! You guys. What I
0: mean, no, no, no. What I mean, sorry. I, it's just the outlets on the wall. I am yeah. putting something to cover it so that she cannot stick her finger on it and get
1: shot. But this is what I mean. The the outlets on the wall. There are here, here in the UK. It's not it's not every place, but here in the UK, they're baby-proof by design. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll put something in the description and I'll send you some information on it. Oh um, yeah, because I spent yeah.
0: money stupidly because I already bought. No, like I don't. I don't think you spent covers. it
1: stupidly. Like it's, it's, it's basically. But it might be the difference between being like ninety-nine percent safe and hundred percent safe. No, so no, I no, no. It's I just always... I didn't know.
0: If I knew, I wouldn't have bought it because my,
1: my logic was like, okay, yes, you can turn them off because
0: I know that here in the UK, the power outlets have a little button that you can turn off and then it doesn't have power. But my logic is like, well, yeah, but the power, the button is right next to the power socket, so she can easily just turn it on again.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll send you, I'll send you a link. Uh, yeah. And the, who knows? Maybe I'm even wrong about it, but I'm pretty, pretty, pretty sure it's like that because I remember looking into it, but I'll send you a link about it and I'll put it in the description as well. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so next question. Yeah, next question. So the next one is you get heart palpitations at the thought of letting your child go on a field trip with their class. Ah, no. Yeah, fine for me as well. <laughs> yeah. Next one. Having them help out by preparing dinner or cleaning a house has never crossed your mind. Knives are sharp and the cleaning fluids are too dangerous. Well, I already know the answer to that one from your perspective because you've already told me that Nimi is already helping you prepare uh, dinner. Uh,
0: yeah, exactly. I can't wait for her to be super involved. That doesn't mean that I'm going to give her a knife. That's dumb. But I can tell her, okay, I chop the tomatoes. Now put them in this bowl. And. Yes, you can rinse them up and stuff like that. So,
1: no, 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 I'm definitely not against her getting involved. Fair enough. Uh, Next one. You? As a crit... Uh no no I'm not I'm not uh, like uh no not at all I mean if anything I'm going to be telling him like y- you know you're going to do this and that that's it like you-, you know you're going to help clean the house because it's your house too and you Mate, to help you I I was dinner, so.
0: I didn't want to say it but I I, I as a joke I've been telling uh, quote unquote joke <laughs> I've been telling Holly that I can't wait for her to be like 10 or 12 to be like okay kiddo, it's your turn to take out the trash
1: <laughs> like Look, like, my, my motto is going to be, if you can walk, you can clean, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not waiting until the kids... There's dirty dishes, themselves. come on, they're not going to wash themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, no, but uh, that's where I am with it. Uh, the next one I've got is, as a Christmas gift, you gave your nursery a webcam so you could watch the daily happenings while you were at work. No. no. Imagine giving the nursery a a webcam Yeah, no (laughs) That's a bit extreme, isn't it?
0: Don't get me wrong, the thought crossed my mind recently Because there was an Ah, there
1: you are (laughs) Yeah,
0: the thought crossed my mind But I thought, also, that's incredibly risky for all the other babies Like, it's incredibly illegal to be watching other people's babies But yeah, I wouldn't lie The thought has crossed my mind of being able to check on her And make sure that they're taking taking her to blah Taking care of her properly has crossed my mind, so there we go.
1: Fair enough. Um, the next one is you and your son, or in this case your daughter, are having a meeting with the teacher and uh, when she, when the teacher asks uh, them a question, you answer it for, for her.
0: Mm, no, I mean they're asking her a question, she knows the answers, not me.
1: Good, yeah, same. Uh, and lastly, uh, number 10 your child didn't get accepted to his preferred uh, course at uni so you call the, the the department head to negotiate for an exception
0: mm, Depends on the case depends on why do I think she got rejected and everything I will hope to be able to teach her to deal with rejection and also to have plan B's and C's in case that happens especially because it's incredibly normal but just for the sake of uh, utter transparency. I won't say that I wouldn't think about it, depending on the situation. Like, for example, if it's because she was late, I will call and explain. Maybe she was late because we had a family emergency or something. And like that.
1: and do you think that she should be the one explaining that?
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 definitely. Right. Okay. But I mean, well, the th- you're saying uni? No, yeah, they're adults there. Oh no, then yeah, no, no, no. Sorry, I was thinking more of like primary school and stuff like i got confused because i did say pl- <laughs> have plan b and plan c but at the same time i kind of forgot that we're talking about uni no hell no 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 yeah she can she can fight her own battles i need to do that oh good, good good
1: good I, I was getting worried a little bit over there but um, i'm glad it was just confusion on when this was happening so yeah
0: yeah 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 it was weird that i got confused because i was thinking of course you're gonna have to have plans to, like to not get accepted to your preferred uni and everything. But then I thought of her, like, not getting accepted to the piano lesson after school, so my brain just got mental fog there. But no, at that stage, I hope I raised her well enough that she can fight her battles without having to come to me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. So, I mean, that quiz was interesting. Well, it's not really a quiz, but those examples were interesting. Um, But then again... I also think that they were quite extreme and I think that sometimes when you might not realize that you're a helicopter parent is usually with things more subtle. These examples were a bit more like, uh, your child uh, fell down, Uh, do you bully the kid that pushed her down or something like that Yeah, exactly. So it was a bit more extreme, it's like, mm, no, definitely not. but um, but I still think that it was interesting to see. And even the, the, the person who wrote that article said that they were guilty of five of those. And I was like, Jesus, really? Damn! Um, but okay. Uh, so moving on a little bit. When we... Obviously, one of the things about this podcast and about ourselves is that obviously we are foreigners living here. And we're looking at... Um, you know, what's the style of parenting here, and um, is there a country tradition that is more or less helicopter parenting back where we come from, so in Portugal or Mexico, um, and uh, as compared to the UK? Um, so with this in mind so for example for, for what i mean by this is that in portugal it's it's a bit hard to say for me because i don't really have experience with my uh, based on my current perspective on things uh when i was growing up i remember like not being tracked all the time and being fairly independent um my own childhood uh was less helicopter parenting than i see some examples around here in the uk um, but the only thing that uh, the only thing that stands out about Portugal is that kids go to bed quite late, uh, which means that the parents are less strict and controlling. So I guess overall it might be slightly less than here, but it's really case by case, and I don't really know if that's a good example of not being helicopter parenting or if it's just a cultural thing. Um, but generally speaking, in Portugal, kids are really mamas boys, especially the boys, uh, and they stay. <laughs> they leave at home until quite late i know that here in the uk due to living costs increasing that's also becoming a bit more of the norm people staying at home until like they're 22 23 etc but in portugal it's quite common for people to be at home uh, when they're like 30 and something and you'll tell me if in mexico is the same or not because i'm curious um but um i think that in the uk there's a certain tendency to be more involved and push your kids to perform well so i think that the uk parents for more in my very limited experience and if there's any listeners out there who want to correct me then i'm happy with that uh, since your 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 own examples and experiences through but from the small observations i saw um you know there's a bit more pressure and there's a bit more like you should do well and you're going to be involved in these and that and etc but on the other hand there's also the whole concept of the gap here uh so uh, you can also take your driving license earlier at like 16. i don't know how it is in mexico but in portugal you can only get it at 18. um so so there's a bit give and take so there are behaviors that are more or less helicopter parenting-like, but I—it's hard, really hard for me to say that as an entire culture if they are a bit more controlling or not. Um, but I'm curious to hear about your perspective in Mexico—if it's similar to Portugal, if it's something completely different, if it's more similar to the UK. So, 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 how's it been in terms of uh, Mexico?
0: It's, for example, the when you said "mamas voice, that's very similar too. Uh, like guys aren't told to leave their mother's house until they're like uh 5 uh, sorry 5 25 27 uh, but it also it's been changing based on the economy like you said a lot of guys want to live earlier uh, but they can't but i do know that it's very clan like like i i mentioned it even before there are some people that live with their moms or under that for generation and then they bring the their other families to their own family house so technically they never leave is just the The main person of the house switches. It's no longer the parents now as the kid. So that's that's one thing um, But lately as we're changing more through time and we're getting more exposed to American media now it's changing mm, more. Interesting. Yeah. Now it's changing more to like you're you're 18, get out. Like we're switching more to oh, 18 is aging with kids needs to get out, and they even kick them out and it's like go live your adventure of uni and stuff. So we're
1: we're anglicizing ourselves with with American uh, culture. Do you think that that's good for the kids, or do you think that or you or do you not like it? What do you think about? it?
0: I personally don't like it. I I mentioned it before. I think. It depends, and obviously it's, there's pros and cons. I know that having their own experiences can be incredibly uh, gratifying. I know there's some people that think, they swear uh, that, that those were the best years of their life. But I also never want to make my kid feel like I'm tired of them being with me. Like, oh, I can't wait for you to get out. Oh, I want my liberty back. Oh, you're just yeah. taking my money. Like, if they want to be here, they're comfortable let there be here and let them be comfortable like i i, I don't remember the exact phrase uh, i mean the exact example of how it had happened but i i always thought just i think uh i maybe uh, was being a little bit helicopter on something and there we go again i was being a little bit helicopter and holly was like come on let it let it pass and so she was being the lax there but i think My example was like, uh, it was something of preventing her to go through a a trouble or a trauma or something. And Holly was like, no, you need to let her go through that and let her experience it and everything. And I said, she's just a baby or a toddler or whatever. Uh, She will get a lot of experience knowing that the world is bad. But I want her to know that at least while she's at home, she's in a safe space. So I don't want her to be like, the world is bad. And because the world is bad, the house is going to be bad too. So that will, hmm. uh, that will be my, my theology, I mean my theology, my belief until she's 18. So again, if she's 18 and she's having some trouble, she's not been able to find a place she wants to live, she feels lonely. It's like, no, you have a room here. You don't, don't be in a rush to leave. Like, we're. I'm here. your parents, but I'm also your friend, and I'm here to support you. So if you don't want to go, don't go, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm kicking Nico out. Yeah, I knew. (laughs) (laughs) I knew. No, no, I, I I am and I'm not. Like I want him I want to push for his independence and I want him to, you know, be, be free and do what he wants and I think that it will be good for him to start his adventure at eighteen. But one thing that my parents always did for me and that I'm always going to do for Nico is that the door is always open, right? Exactly. So the door is always open and there's nothing that is going to prevent him from coming back and uh, just, you know, being exactly. be back at home. But I'm always going to incentivize him to, you know, do his own story and make his own adventure and i think for that you need a bit of that independence and i think that it's all well and good and i'm not saying you're wrong but from from my perspective it's all well and good to say you know if you don't feel comfortable you can always stay home but i think that it is important to leave your comfort zone a little bit um and uh, and try new things and that goes back to the other example that we were talking about which is kind of like going uh, about the training wheels and it's like i know you feel comfortable not removing the the training wheels but you kind of need to leave your comfort zone a little bit and then and then it's fine you can go back but you need to leave it first and that's kind of what i think about it as well and obviously i'm not going to kick him out at 18 like that but i am going to incentivize him to you know go his own path Um, yeah no but i don't disagree with i don't disagree with anything you said
0: no me me, neither with you i mean i know we have different styles and that's respectable but the reason why i'm taking this approach is because i know she will will have to leave her comfort zone eventually and i want to teach her to be able to do that but i also want to be a place that is her safe space like yes i I basically i want her to feel safe but i don't want to raise a deadbeat like for example if she's gonna stay here I don't want it to be like, well, I'm still living with my parents. So I'm not working. I'm not paying rent. It's like, no, 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 this is your safe space. And you're here because you're you're lonely or mental health or whatever. But that doesn't mean that you're a child. You're already an adult, so you have to live life. I don't want to raise a dead like a couch potato and stuff like that. Would you so,
1: Would you make her pay rent?
0: I think so. Yeah, maybe not full, maybe not full price or something but i will but be like the expenses yeah exactly but I, I will be like okay you're in in working age now to start like helping out and maybe and again this is me shooting myself in the foot because she's gonna hear this but maybe i wouldn't spend that mm-hmm. money i will just save it so that we'll be like look you've been here for x amount of time you've been paying this amount we helped you by saving that you can now put three yeah, yeah. three months deposit for your own flat how do you feel Stuff like that. But yeah, I don't want to take away her responsibilities. Like, I don't want to be uh, someone that basically creates a fantasy world. I just want to be a support net. So yeah. I actually,
1: will... I. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I was just going to say, like, actually, I think that that approach is what's been mentioned quite. Like quite a lot uh, on the internet and everything is like, yes, I would make them pay rent, but I would put it aside uh, for when they move out and not even tell them. And I think that that's a really good compromise. But uh, yeah, like you said, we might be shooting ourselves in the foot if we start charging them rent. They'll know that we're saving it. We're, we're not. We're spending it all. We're spending yeah. it all on. Uh, Believe me, know, when Netflix. she sees me
0: buying a new PlayStation 7, she'll know I'm not
1: like saving it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So we're not saving it. No, no, no.
0: Yeah. So well that Perfect. was that was that part but just real quick going into into Mexico culture. I think Mexico is they have more of a negligence culture. And yes, I said negligence. Like I seen a lot of kids that are yeah. way too young to be playing on the street, playing on the street. And I see kids that are way too young going to the store because the parent don't want to go to the store because they're tired because they've been overworked. Or yeah. Basically there's there's a whole situation of If I don't see it, I don't care. And so the parents are are very freedom given. The moment they realize the kid did something wrong, all hells break loose. But as long as the parents don't see it, then there's no problem. So if the kid goes out, it's a vandal, whatever, and then comes back home and behaves properly at home, then there's no problem. They are, it is very negligent. And again, this is coming from my own privilege, so I acknowledge it. But I do think that is tied with socioeconomics. And I'm not saying it for discrimination. I'm saying that the whole oppression of the downtrodden have caused that. Because obviously they're so yeah. exhausted that they cannot deal with three uh, prepubescent teens. So it's like, yeah, just go out and play. So uh, it's it's a whole self-fulfilling prophecy. But I do think it's tied to it. And also Mexico, sadly, there's still a lot of culture of physical punishment like i the amount oh, really? of yeah the amount of kids that i grew up that i knew that their parents hit them with belts
1: it's outstanding oh crap I, I, and here i was thinking that it was just like a caricature no no of no like the olden days
0: nah no 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 it's for sure like chancla is a, we letting people joke about the chancla chancla is like the least of your troubles mate like oh really yeah oh, okay. a chancla to the head is like your mom joking like in mexico I, the the tool of choice is a belt and I know some people that were hit with like cables from like the iron. Cable. Holy crap. Yeah, no, proper bath made. Like proper, like actual physical Your Your back is bleeding punishment. Holy crap. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, how else are the kids going to learn, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: and obviously that, that reduces, but also a lot of parents, they like, a lot of them acknowledge that that is bad, but they're still like spank their kids. A lot, a lot, a lot of spanks their kids. And I, I wanted to, to say something, uh, okay. because I noticed, for example, that here, teenagers are way more disrespectful than in Mexico to other disrespectful. people. Disrespectful. Yeah. So, for example, if they're in the bus, they're going to be incredibly loud. And if someone there say, would you mind being quiet? They'll get all in your face because they know that you cannot do anything. And so Got that's it. something that I noticed. But the reason why I wanted to say it is because that's going to sound like I'm actually advocating for Mexico parenting style because that doesn't happen in Mexico. I'm not. And the reason why I want to make such a big emphasis in this is because I noticed, because I know a lot of people that now have kids, and luckily it's the minority, but some of them also think that spanking your kid might be fine. If you'd say a belt, they'll look at you like you're crazy. But if you say spanking, they'll be like, yeah, sometimes they need a spanking or a, a slap on the wrist. And I think that is, yeah, I think that is the gaslighting of physical punishment. And I've seen this a lot and it scares me and it makes me feel so sad for these people because they, the amount of Mexican memes that I've seen, like, oh, uh, there's, there's a myth that says that thanks to this magical tool, People grew up with something called respect and the magical tool will be like a wooden spoon or a chancla
1: or something. that's t- that's that's some boomer humor. Yeah,
0: exactly. Or or something like, Oh, because my parents the like when I misbehave misbehave, my parents look at me funny and I knew I was gonna get my jaw twisted in three pieces. Now a kid can say to their mom, You're dumb, I don't like this food and nothing happens. Like Mexico is talking boomer level parenting. And the reason why I say it's gaslighting is because the amount of people that you ask them about it and they say I grew up fine and it's like mm, well maybe did you, you did <laughs> no, no I don't want to say did you because they're like well, at my first interview is did you but also let's assume that you did then you're the exception that doesn't mean that it's okay man like yeah the amount of times that I seem like oh no I'm okay I didn't good grew up traumatized, says the guy that is questioning his sexuality all the time because their parent told them, you have to be a man. Or, no, 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 I grew up fine. <laughs> I don't have, uh, I, I respect people, said the guy who is incredibly nervous and cannot stand up to their boss because they're afraid they might get tossed to the street. Like, it creates so many issues that people don't realize, and they just look at, oh, no, my parents were doing it to teach me respect. No, they were teaching you how to fear them. That is different. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. That's true.
0: So, that's true. I, I, yeah, that is something very sad. But that is the reality of, of my native country. And so, even yeah, when I say what that, about I other types of parents. For example, I mentioned one. Sorry, just real quick. I mentioned once that I, I was never gonna hit my kids, and this is before I had one. And I kid you not, five people, which sounds like very few, but five people put on my, on my, on that post. It's like, well. You don't know, bro. You're not a parent yet. I don't think you you can, like, have an opinion on that. Wait until you're a parent and you'll see. And that's so stupid. Because I'm also not a movie director. But I can say when a movie sucks. So, just because I'm not a parent doesn't mean that I don't know that hitting your kid is not okay. So, yeah, sorry. I don't mean to offend anyone. But my personal stand is, don't hit your kids. And, yeah. Actually, you know what? Sorry, I'm going to retract myself. This is something very sensitive to me because I grew up Hit saying it. No, no, no. I'm saying I don't care <laughs> if I offend you. Really. If you hate your kids, you're wrong. I'm going to play out say it. this is something very dear to me. Don't hate your kids. Don't. It's stupid. Find another way. They're not respecting you. They're fearing you. Teach them to be empathetic. Teach them to be that if something hurts, they they wouldn't like it being done to them teach them to be respectful because it's the right thing to do don't teach them to be afraid because then that will just teach them that in order for them to be respected they need to make everyone afraid of them
1: yeah i i I appreciate that and uh, you know i think it's brave of you because it's 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 what you're saying it's something that is very very important to you I, i i appreciate that you're bringing it up and that you're making your own statement so yeah thank you
0: No, no, my pleasure, man. It's just the amount of people I've seen and the amount of terror I've seen in the eyes. Like, I joke with Elliot that once I was in a friend's house and their parent came out super incredibly mad and he was like, Bruno, you need to go. And I I immediately heard the belt going like slap when you hear the belt clacking against each other. They're basically like cocking the gun. And my friend looked at me with a face of, please don't go. And I bolted out of there. And ended and I laughed. Because it sounds like a funny situation. My friend looking at me and I'm being like, see ya. But it, it really just stuck with me. And hearing the stories of parents just like, backhanding their kids. And no, it's, it's not okay, man. So, yeah. Going in a more... A uh, lighthearted note to try to oh, elevate the episode. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry for that. Sorry for bringing that up. No, it no, down. no, no,
1: no. You don't have to apologize. I was just making a joke, but you don't have to apologize. It's something important to you, so I appreciate that.
0: Uh, look, going back to to more candid themes, you know how we saying that mo- not everyone knows what helicopter parent is, right? Right. Well, turns out that there's other uh, type of quote unquote parenting that I wasn't aware of. Until, until this episode. So I wanted to make sure if you you know it. So this is the scenario. Your kid is uh, going to the store, right? He's like, hey, can I... For example, let's say they're coming back from from school and they, they're going to pass to the store. Or actually, the other way around, they're still at home. It's a Saturday, they're at home, and they want to go to the corner shop to get some crisps. So right. a helicopter parent will be like, sure... Uh, Let's go to the store. I'll uh, just—I'll be with you. I'll be holding your hand, and we can go together, just to make sure that everything is safe. So that is the helicopter, right? But there's also the free-range parent. The free-range parent will be like, "Sure, can you pick up some milk while you're there, please?" While (laughs) not changing away from the, while not stopping looking at the TV. That's a free-range parent. Then there's the lawnmower parent, which will be like, "Sure." I'll just make sure I walk ahead of you to make sure that it's safe and that there's no car comings, and so I can tell you when to cross the road. And this is just me speculating, but I think it's Lawnmower because they're clearing a path. Yeah. And then there's a tiger parent, which is like, no, you need to practice your violin for another hour before you can even dare to go to the fridge and pick up a carrot, let alone crisps. Uh... So those are other styles of parentings that that I found out um, that I didn't know existed. I mean, I knew they existed, but I didn't know they had terminology. Were, the, yeah. were you aware of them?
1: Uh, no, not specifically. I mean, not by names or anything like that. But I, I do like that example because it shows what different approaches are to you know based on the style of parenting. And what would you um, think you would do?
0: Assuming let's let's put an age to make it easier. Let's say the kid. We're here in the UK, you're here in your own neighborhood, you you haven't moved or anything, and the kid is 10. What would you say if Nico comes over at 10 and is like, hey dad, I want some crisps, can I go to the corner shop?
1: Wow, yeah, it's tricky. Obviously it depends on a lot of things, whether we've been to that shop before, how far away it is, are they going to cross a dangerous uh, area or not? It's two
0: blocks away, they only have to cross one street, it's not a main avenue, and you've been to that store before.
1: Yeah, so in that case, I probably would go like, yeah, sure, can you pick up some milk while you're there? Same. In
0: that case. Same.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I see why the other examples are there, but I think that I would be, uh, yeah, I, w- I would do that, so that's fine. I, w- I would say, I, I think that what I would say is, look, like, just make sure that you look both ways before you cross the street and be careful. But Yeah, I exactly. Like, yeah, I guess the other things.
0: in this ideal scenario, I know she already knows how to cross streets, for example. And,
1: and stuff yeah, like but that. it doesn't hurt reminding, is
0: it? Yeah, no, but no. I think the one, the only one that I'm sure I will discard is tiger parent. But oh yeah, yeah I yeah, think for depending sure, for sure. on the situation, I can be one of the three, either or.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Cool. Uh, and last but not least, uh, because this is an episode about helicopter parenting, I thought that it would just be nice for us to do some quick pledges about what we are going to do or not do during our style uh, you know in in our kids lives so um i think that starting with myself uh, and we'll revisit this to see if we did it or not but uh, my pledge for example is i pledge not to fall into a sense of normalcy over my parenting style so not get stuck in my ways and think that what i'm doing is the right thing so if i you know if i get challenged or or every once in a while i'll you know my pledge is to revisit it and if i think that i'm becoming too much of a helicopter parent or becoming too much like that hard definition instead of the soft definition uh, then i'll revisit it and uh, i promise that i won't just accept myself and I will revisit and try to be better, continuously be better. Uh, but if we want to be a bit more specific, you know, I want to fight Nico's battles through another parent and I want to do his homework for him, which is stuff that we covered on this episode. But these are the kind of stuff that I'm pledging not to do um, in terms of, uh, of his development.
0: Um, what about you? Any pledges you want to make? Yeah. So my pledge is to make sure that I can control my temper when it comes to discipline I know that I'm someone that if they said something and that something is not met or challenged, can be very uh, passionate. I'm, I'm very uh, an impetuous and passionate person. It's just part of my personality. So when... And you're Mexican? <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I'm Mexican with ADHD, uh, but no. So <laughs> I, I want to make sure that I can control my temper, that I can control my mood when it comes to, to discipline and I also want to make sure that not to let my fears from, for her future control her present And but I mean nice. by that is basically I just found a very pseudo poetic word of saying don't be anxious I, I'm very afraid of her going through some of the difficulties that I did in academics but I don't right, right, right. I don't want her I don't want my fear of that to shape her obviously i wanted to prevent it but i don't want to basically fall under over caution i want her to live her life and i don't want to squeeze too tight you know so that's what i mean i don't want my fears of the f- future to inconvenience her present i want them to be an assistant not a burden and yeah, fair enough. my my pledges in the specifics is that i want to be collected it's Again, it goes to the mood, but it's because I want her to not be afraid of telling me her problems. If she's ever in a party and, she, for example, I don't drink, personally. But just because of that, if she's ever at a party at 15, 16, and she got plastered out drunk, and she doesn't know how to get back home, I don't want her to be afraid of, damn, now I have to call my dad to pick me up, and he's gonna like chew my ear off, and he's gonna punish me so hard i better find another way to get home. I want her to know that if she's in any big trouble, she can call me and I'll be there to help. So I don't want her to be afraid of telling me I screwed up. And Yeah, nice. And the other one, which also ties back to what we've been doing, the thematic of the episode, I personally don't want to let go of her hand until she's telling me she's ready. I've seen a lot of people doing like, you're 18, on your own or you have to be your own person, there you go. And I want her to be independent, I want her to be ready, and I want her to be a full-fledged adult, but I don't want to throw her into the wolf pit just because I feel it's appropriate. I want her to be the one who decides her pace. Obviously with some caveats, but what I'm saying is I don't want to just get rid of myself of, okay, that's me, parenting done, you know?
1: No, yeah. of all, So yeah, those were my pledges cool well we'll revisit them and um you know name one you're listening to these in the future uh, and nico i guess but i'm telling this one to name is uh, if your uh, if your father did all of these things or something you just give me a call and uh and then i'll, I'll tell your father off <laughs> and Just call my and i'll be like look listen to the episode this is, you said you wouldn't do this and then you did it so no i'm kidding but um what happened but, yeah, to not no, fight
0: in the battles for another parent man
1: Uh, you turned my joke into against me you you mean Uh, (laughs) um no but that's that's really good and i think that for this one we'll leave it here um and uh, i think it's been a, a very interesting episode and you know thank you for uh staying you know thank you for having this chat with me i think it's good uh, one of the reasons I like doing this kind of chats is because it makes us have to face ourselves and be self-aware um, of what we're doing and uh, I think it's it's good to reflect on what we're going to do as well especially now instead of you know in 20 years time and thinking that oh you know I could probably have parented them better yeah um, so I'd rather do this um but while we're here you know uh, some of the, the episode some of the uh, things we talked about today are going to be in the description of the episode, Uh, any relevant links, resources, Hitler quotes, um, they might be in the uh, description of the episode. Um, As usual, give us a follow on social media, Uh, for now at least uh, give us a follow on Facebook and on Twitter and uh, always follow uh, my good friend Bruno here at Mariachi Viking where he has He sometimes streams some games. Uh, I hope that by the time that people are listening to this in the future, that you still do it every once in a while. Um, And in the meantime, you know, write to us at contact at foreignersandfathers.com. Tell us about, um, you know, your experiences about helicopter parenting. What do you think, whether you agree with us, whether you disagree with us. Uh, Maybe you think that something you're doing is not really helicopter parenting, even though it might be usually associated with that. Um, And uh, just just tell us what your opinion on that is. And please remember to subscribe or follow us uh, on your favorite podcasting app, uh, because that really makes a difference to us. If you send us emails, that's also really good. And um, the next episode, uh, which will be available in a week, um, then you can... Uh, contacted and the next episode is going to be about traveling with babies and uh, we might have a, a special guest uh, that is going to give us uh, quite a unique perspective on that uh, but until then um, Bruno uh, again as I said at the beginning of here of the end uh, it was really good talking to you about this
0: yeah thank you man it's it's really something that I, I didn't even know I was gonna get so so passionate about um weird how one subject goes from one thematic to another but yeah thank you so much for hearing me thank you for for putting that um validation in my opinion and thank you for sharing your experiences and your um your ideas because this is one of the few episodes in which we're not just in complete agreement and that is so good because it makes me see that like I said other perspectives can be okay even if I don't always i'm going to follow them uh, so thank you so much for for that perspective and for sharing your your time of day with me despite us being incredibly tired and probably going to go to sleep
1: yeah exactly no my pleasure bruno um, and as always i wish you all the best uh, i'll speak to you next time and to all everyone listening uh bye bye see you